0: What's up, you guys? We are live, but we are using Zoom. We usually use BeLive.tv. We're testing out Zoom, so hopefully it works. Hopefully it's not like a total shit show, and you guys can actually watch this and engage in what we're talking about. Um, I'm here with Mark and Jane. Say hi, guys. Howdy, howdy. So this morning, guys, I did a post about how now is the time and how we talk to people all the time who spend way too much time sort of getting ready to get ready. And I've been in this place myself, so is Mark, so is Jane. We've all been there at different times and in different ways. But the problem is as long as you stay there, as long as you stay stuck in that place, there's no good things that can happen. So as I said in the post, I spent like years, guys, while I was bartending. I mean, I was bar- if you guys don't know, you know, kind of my story, I was a bartender for like 10 years. And the whole time I was bartending, believe it or not, I was visualizing, I was doing gratitude. I was, um, you know, I was doing all those things. The problem is... The problem is, is that I would visualize in the morning for 15 minutes and then the other 23 hours and 45 minutes of the day, I would completely contradict everything I was visualizing. I would settle for less. I wouldn't do the things I needed to do to win. So I wanted to come on here today and just kind of talk to you guys about that. And What is that difference between someone who's just dreaming and you say to yourself, well, I'm doing the visualization, I'm doing the gratitude, I'm doing all that stuff and nothing seems to go right for me. And what's the difference between someone who's in that place and someone who's actually out there winning? Because that that difference can be a tiny difference, but the effect on the outcome that it's gonna have for the rest of your life is absolutely massive, massive, massive. And I know that this is a big point of confusion. Um, so we wanted to come in and talk about it. So one of you guys wanna kick us off? (laughs) Well. I like I
1: just ran out of things to say. I'll get started <laughs> on it because it's. I've been there as well. And it's amazing because when you're busy, there is a huge distinction between being busy and being tired and busting your ass and being intentional in your activity. And it is very easy to hide in busy work. And at the end of the day, it's the sort of thing, too, to your point, when we get caught up in, oh, my God, I'm so busy paying the bills. Are you spending time to be intentionally becoming rich? Are you giving your dream as much attention as you are to just paying, you know, got to pay the bills? And so what happens is we have 168 hours a week, but the people that are the most successful are intentional in their use of those. Mm -hmm. And you got to a point, Russ, and I did at various points and Jane, where we got decisive about the outcome. And it is amazing uh, when somebody truly commits how the time, the obstacles don't stop them anymore. They're just as busy. They have just as many kids. They have just as many obstacles. Yet, all of a sudden, they find a way.
0: And our our group is littered with those people. So So let's take a step back real quick then, Mark, because really, at the end of the day, what we're talking about on this broadcast is how do you create outcomes? Yeah, really. That's what we're talking about. And clients on demand is a company where we've created some incredible outcomes. I know I've done it in my life. You guys have done it in your lives. So not just how do you create outcomes for yourself, but how do you create outcomes for other people? And I think that if we can sort of distill what we do down, like what is our process? How do we do that? You know, how did we go from doing a hundred thousand a month to doing, we almost did 700,000 in, um, in April. Which is is nuts in one month. But how do we do that? How do we make those transitions and and how does that work? So I think really the first thing is to decide what that outcome is, isn't it? What is that outcome? What would you do if you could accomplish anything? You know, if you were 10 times smarter than everybody else, what is that thing that you would set your sights on? What's that thing that you really want to do when you're sitting there at night and you're lying there and you're staring at the ceiling and it's just you? What's that thing that you sit there and think, oh man, I wish I could do this. Because that's really where it starts, is setting those goals that are such a stretch goal that it seems insane to normal people. Mm -hmm. And I think we forget about that because we deal in this every single day. I mean, we've, you know, our goal for our business for a long time has been to get to a million dollars a month, but not just to get to a million dollars a month, to get to a million dollars a month, to have better client results than anyone else in the business. All of us work from home, all of us have the freedom to travel, all of us get to spend time with our families. That's fucking crazy, like most people wouldn't even try to do that is is what I'm trying to say. so I think that at the very beginning before you even get into how am I going to create this outcome, the first thing is to get very specific about what the hell is that outcome that I want to create yeah. is it big enough to really fuel me
2: I think you know? that's such an important part because I, and how you described our outcome is so perfect mm-hmm. because there's so many different ways that people say you know teach to, to do outcomes, and they're not one might not be better than the other, but the key is, is like, you know, some people they like to set these huge massive outcomes and that really lights them up. For others, if it's really too big and it's too massive and it's too far into the future, that slows them down because it's just too far of a gap from where they are to where they wanna be. So I think time frame is less important as what is important is the specifics around it. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to say, I wanna have an online program. Okay, great. That's, that's just one little piece or, you know, I want to make more money or, you know, I want to help people or I want to, you know, have a health program, right? What you had just said in the example that you gave was so great, because it's not just about, you know, the the goal that you were just speaking around wasn't just around money. It's like, we want to impact people's life, we want to do it in a way that, you know, people are able to then go out and share their vision with the world, we want to do it so that we're having fun working together, that we're doing it from home, that we have a lifestyle where we all get to be with our family. So it's like what we're putting out into the world is so much more it's such yeah. it's so bigger and so much more specific about what we want to create because then we know a really specific target instead of this kind of loose target so knowing your outcome really specific is the first step for sure yeah uh, also, absolutely
0: go
1: ahead love, mark reverend, reverend Schuler, reverend shuler said what would you do if you knew you could not fail and it's a right. great question to ask and then to your point jane too and be specific one of the things I love that Russ did when he was building COD, there was a lot of different good programs, but Russ said, I want, number one is I want freedom. I want to make sure that I can have freedom. I want contribution, meaning when I become an expert and I share my gift, what can I do? And also I want leverage. I want something. So he was able to look at other opportunities, you know, like going and flipping properties or high risk stocks or whatever, but they didn't fit what he wanted. And so he got specific in that too, which is also important, Jane, like you said. So I love that aspect about, you know, great. You make a hundred thousand dollars. Well, do you want it to be fun or do you want it to be a grind? Do you want to work 20 hours a day or do you, when you, you know, do you want to wake up? This is another one you didn't point out. I love when we open up our Facebook and it's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So impact, impact is a big part of it. So be specific in your ask. And the more, real and the more specific, that also gives you juice, but it also gives you a target and it allows you to say no to a lot of shiny objects, which are great for someone else, but they might not be
0: great for you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so really it's like, what would I do if I could do anything? What do I want? What do I not want? Those are two very important things to ask too, because it's like, I want to build a multimillion dollar company. I don't want to have to go into an office every day.
2: <laughs> right. How yep.
0: can I make that happen? And you, you can't listen to all of the people that tell you that that can't be done. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like I think back to when I first sort of began building the client's on-demand system and what it looked like. It, it really was about like all of these people had all of these almost superstitions about what you could do with an online program. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to sell something for $6,000 or something like that, you've got to sell them a $7 something first. Um, you'll still hear people tell you, you can't drive Facebook traffic to a webinar. I mean, I hear that all the time. All of those assumptions are, are, are nonsense because it's all about what do I want to achieve and how can I make it happen? Mm-hmm. And you have to disregard what other people have found to be possible or impossible. But nevertheless, when we go into Art of High Ticket, there's so many people going like, hey, um, anybody here selling a personal development program for $1,500? Is that okay? Is anyone doing that? Um, is anybody here using Webinar Jam? Is anybody here using Stealth Seminar? Is anyone doing those things? I'm not saying those aren't valid questions. But I'm saying if you really take it apart, what does it matter what someone else has been able to do? The question is, what can you do? And why do you need to have that permission from someone else to do the kind of thing that you've always wanted to do?
1: I'd like to add on that, too, and t- be very careful about who you let in your head space, because a lot of the people who the minute you claim to go do the impossible, it's only impossible by people who have already quit on their dreams. It was impossible for them. It's not necessarily impossible for you. And so a lot of times the second you step out to go do something great and follow your dream, it is amazing to me how many people jump out of the sidelines that are going to start going, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. And all it really means is that they've given up or they don't know what you the passion on your heart. And there's another aspect, too, that was woven within what you said, Russ, which was also you have to do the work. There's a lot of people knowing the target is great. But once you set the target, you have to pay the price. And a lot of times on day one, you don't know everything you're going to need to do. So you have to start taking action. But there's another step in there, too, about you had said in the article or your post, which was about who do you need to be? Jane, let's talk about that because most people do this part backwards.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're right. A lot of people actually put that in the comments as well. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, who do you need to be in order to make this happen? You know, so if you have this really great big idea and result that you want to create the next thing in order to not listen to like you were talking about, Mark, with all the different voices of the people that tell you they can't just because it's just not in their model, their view, you have to have some kind of resiliency that you're gonna, you're gonna fall back on. And if you don't have that resilience and that identity of who do I need to be in order to achieve that, and condition that that identity every single day, that's where you're gonna get stuck.
0: And the Okay, so let's talk, let's talk about yeah. that, Jane, because you just said something really interesting. You said that you have to condition it every single day. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is really like the next step of 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 what I begin to do the moment I set a goal. And yeah. um and and, and because, because the thing is like if I say well, I want to do this and I'm there's there's really two ways to visualize something, right? You can you can visualize it as something that is off in the distance and it hasn't happened yet, and it's in the future. And, and when I visualize that way, I actually feel shitty. I think to myself, <laughs> oh my God, I'm never gonna achieve that. That's <laughs> never gonna happen. And so when you're visualizing and you're telling yourself, I'm doing the work, man, I'm, I'm spending all this time visualizing, but you're thinking about it the way you think about like something that's just completely, uh, you know, like you're daydreaming about something. It's not real. Right. And so the big distinction that I've found is, is, is when it comes to building that identity, is that once you decide what you want, you have to spend every day visualizing it, but visualizing it as if it has already happened. And what that means is that you allow yourself to feel everything that you would feel if it was real right now. All the joy, all the gratitude, all the excitement, all that stuff, because now it's not something that's far away. It's something that's real to me now. And what I'm doing is conditioning my subconscious to say, you know what? This is my new reality. I really yeah. do drive that car. I really do live in that house. I really do have this amazing team. And the, the crazy thing, not to jump too far ahead, but the times when I've really done that sort of visualization, it's like the car that I drive now, I've, I had driven that car a thousand times in my mind before I ever stepped into it. So when I stepped into it, it's almost a letdown. I live in this amazing house right now right on the beach I, you know for the last you know we just moved in a few months ago but for the for like a year and a half before that I was saying thank you thank you thank you for my beautiful house overlooking the water and I could smell the 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 the, the salt spray and I could I could feel myself sitting there. I didn't know exactly what it was going to look like but I knew it was going to be big and it was going to be awesome and it was going to be right on the water. And then when I walked into this house for the first time I was like, "Oh, this is my house." This is that house that I've been thinking about this whole time. And so for me, that's really like the second step before I get into taking action, before I get into doing stuff, it's like every day you have to have the discipline to condition your mind. Because if you don't, those little voices of fear and doubt and frustration are going to, you know, that bubble up for all of us, it's going to paralyze you. It's going to take you out.
2: Yeah. It's conditioning your mind and your emotions. Cause like, Mm -hmm. you know, like you wrote in your post, it's like, it's not just doing that that vision board. The vision board is great. That's a really great stepping off point or writing, you know, writing down your goals. That's a great, you know, it's a great launch, but your being has to be experienced Mm -hmm. every single day. And how you Mm -hmm. do that is you condition it with daily habits and ritual that has you experience the being, the identity. So it's like, you know, you, you're visualizing every day. If you visualize once, it's not going to do it. Like you mm-hmm. can't check in. You can't do it once or twice and then check in. Well, it's not here yet. I did it yesterday, but, mm-hmm. but you know, I still, I, you know, it's, it yeah, still didn't work, you know. it. And so, you know, I, I coached a trader, uh, a financial trader once. And, you know, he was having all kinds that, you know, this outcome of how much he wanted to make with his, you know, with his, his day trading. And, you know, I spoke to him the next week. He's like, well, I did my, you know, I did some mindset stuff four days in a row. And the fifth day I still lost money. (laughs) Like, wait a minute, it doesn't quite work out like that. (laughs) You know, So, so you have to declare, here's the outcome that you want. Here's the result that you want. Who do you need to be? And, you know, and then have daily conditioning of that being where you experience it.
0: Nima just asked in the comments, I just want to respond to it. He asked, how long did you visualize before it manifested? And um, in this case with this house, I mean, it was literally less than a year. I knew that I always wanted to live in Orange County. Um, the place that I moved down to before was in Newport Beach, had a really nice view of the ocean. This place is like right on it, on the cliff. But I was visualizing moving from the one place to the next place for, I think, maybe a year and change, not, not really very long at all before, before it happened. So, you can find a way to make it happen and you can find a way to win. Um, and then, one other thing Deborah Cleveland just left a comment. And, Deborah, I think I saw on my newsfeed that it's your birthday today. So, happy birthday. Deborah's awesome if you guys don't know her. All right, Mark, what were you going to say? Um, I was just going to
1: say, one of the things that I've been using this strategy for a very long time, it's not just even for goals, but it's like when I was in the military and set the all time record, when I was during an exam, I would write out my goal and I put it in code. So nobody knew except for me. I had, you know, honor grad. So it was HG 98.9, which would have been the highest score ever. And I would open it up. So if anyone saw it, every time I sat on the john, anywhere I went, even in the (laughs) exam, I kid you not. I would look at that thing, 30
2: getting to too 30 personal. <laughs>
1: but I would, I would look at that score thing. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I, I got that feeling every time. How is it going to feel? How is it going to feel? But not once a day, all day, every day, even on the exams. If I didn't know the answer, I would close my eyes, push away from the exam and feel it again. So to answer Nima's question, it depends on two variables. How committed are you? Are you doing intentional activity? And when you get met with a challenge, do you go back to that energy or the, oh crap energy? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God. And the more you condition it, the more you do that, your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what is it, what you want and what you have. The two, if you do a lot with emotion and energy, your subconscious mind will make that happen. And that's just what I've noticed when you do it a lot. The facts don't count when you're committed and you keep bringing those two together magical flow and then you're gonna get intuition you're gonna get an idea hey I need to do this I need to listen to this guy or whatever and you're even gonna make better actions which gets to the next step you know well, yeah, if you're talking like, about you're, what to do
2: yeah you're totally going forth and you know it's the first step if you know the outcome that you want to create then you have to create the identity and the beingness in a mm-hmm. day in daily conditioning and then next is you have to have aligned action, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to be in action. You know, you can't just stop with the visualization. You do have to have that action. So even having um, a daily a daily habit of asking what action must I take today in order to, you know, move me closer to X, Y, Z, that's going to make a huge, huge part.
0: Okay, so look, so, so you're right. So, so we've got over here on the... On, on um, you know, over here, so you got, you know, number one, you got to define what it is that you want, you know, be really, yes. really clear about it make sure that it's a big enough goal to compel you. Um, then you got to, you know, you got to claim it. You got to visualize it every single day as if it's already happening. And then you've got to go ahead and commit and take that aligned action like Jane is talking about. Now, I want you guys to share how you guys figure out what that thing is. Um, but for me, my question that I ask is like, what is the one thing that I can do now to get there? What's the one thing that I can do that's going to take me the furthest part of the way there. And the crazy thing is that's usually the, the thing that is the most scary. Yeah, it's always like, the one that's it's the most always scary. the most scary because it's always way outside your comfort zone.
2: And it's, it's completely opposite of what most people do. It's right. right. They set a goal and they write down everything that they need to do in order to achieve that goal. And then they look at the list and the things that they have to do, whether it's a month, a week, or even a day. And they look at, okay, well, which one of these things do I like doing? And they do that first, mm-hmm. which one of these things is the easiest to do. And then they do that next.
0: Yeah. Or, oh, wait uh, step one. Oh, I, I got to return those videos. Okay. Let yeah. me go. Let me get that out of the way. Yeah. Get I got to organize my, my sock drawer.
2: Yeah, let, let me get that off that plate. And then. Yeah, I- you
0: know, I love to drink coffee. How am I going to do my work without drinking coffee? So, <laughs> but how do I know what kind of coffee to get? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on Amazon, I'm going to order 20 different kinds of coffee. And then as they come, I'm going to make them every day. And then by day 20, I'll know what the best cup of coffee is. Then I can cross that off the list. And then I know I'm drinking the best coffee and I can move forward from there. Yeah. Like literally, that's the kind of stuff that I used to do when, um, when I was in my 20s. I'd sit there and be like, well, God, I should really – 'Cause I was trying to do acting and I'd be like, Well God, you know, I should maybe I should go out and audition for something. Nah, you know what? Let me go to the bookstore and let me read a play. That'd be really cool. I'll read a play, work on a brain. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like let me let me work on that's something that's no one's that. ever gonna see and uh, I'm never gonna show anyone. And but, but people think Getting, But that's what we've been talking about with getting ready to get ready, where you spend years doing all of this non-essential stuff because you're afraid to do like the one or two things that scare the shit out of you. But those are the things that make the big difference. And I I did a post about this months ago where I talked about like the buzz, that buzz that I felt when I quit my bartending job with like $500 in the bank, no idea what I was going to do. I'm not suggesting that you guys do that. but. Every time you step into a bigger life, it is scary as shit. I've signed up for masterminds before that were $50,000 when I had $10,000 in the bank. Um, you know, And it wasn't even like the best program ever. Honestly, it wasn't great. But the act of doing that sends a message to the universe, to God, to yourself that you're not screwing around and that you're dead serious about this. And I really feel like this part here is where people go astray because yeah. defining what you want is fun. We can all sit there and make a list. What do we want? And we then visualizing sure. it. It's fun. Oh man, I'm I'm imagining it. Right? I can see when I'm driving my Ferrari. Oh, this is the best. This is great. But then when it's like time to actually step up and do the scary shit that's going to take you there, that's where people completely fall apart.
2: I love what you said earlier last when we were talking. It's like a lot of people aren't willing to pay the price which is mm-hmm. part of this right that action it's like it it does come at a price you know i love you know sometimes people will say well if i come into your program how much time is it going to take me and your your response is always like um
0: whatever isn't it this takes. Is your
2: business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, yeah, when they're, like, when they're like, oh yeah, how much time do I have to spend working on this? It's like, this is your business. This is your dream. Like, what else could you possibly have to do? Are you afraid you're not going to be able to watch Game of Thrones? Well, I mean, that's, that's valid. I'll, 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 I'll accept that. I'll accept okay. that. That's not the it's only like, one. Yeah, that's the only one. But yeah, I mean, and so, and so the thing is, like, if you're, if you're sitting there going, like, well, what's the one thing I can, I, can, I can do now to get there? And you don't know the answer to that question. Then it's like, there's a little cheat. Model the best. Find the people that are getting those outcomes that you want and find out what the hell they're doing. Spend what it takes to work with them and let them shorten that process for you. You know, can you get there on your own? Maybe. But isn't it going to be a hell of a lot easier if, if if someone comes down from the top of the mountain and takes you by the hand and says, cool, let's go. And, and they, they they pull you up there together.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. It's also, guys, remember, you're paying a price either way. You're going to pay the price of trying to learn from your own mistakes You know, or you're going to pay the price. You know, either you know for the price of failure is ten times or a thousand times the price of success. There, everybody will pay a price. The question is, who are you going to pay? And if you're walking through a, a series of landmines, you're going through a a land, you know, field with landmines. You better hope that you have a guy who knows what the hell to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to follow the the Navy SEAL who's got them pegged and he knows what to look for and you can get right through it. Doesn't mean you cannot pay attention, but you listen to people who have been and done what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's why, you know, one of my favorite quotes was, if you think the price of education is expensive, consider the price of ignorance. And, you know, it's like, guys, there is no free lunch. You will pay either way. And, you know, the other one, too, to your point, Russ, is Pareto's Law says that 20% of what we do gives us 80% of our result. And I've seen it hundreds of times where people, even in the program, they'll come in and it's like, well, what do you have? Well, I've got a thousand people that I could talk to. Great. Let's start there. Oh, but, 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 but that's what's stopping them. And out of that group, there might be 10, 20 clients who need you right now. But left to our own vices, it's very easy to get busy. Write an ebook, do a podcast that no one will ever hear, instead of picking up the phone and calling those people who need you now.
0: Yep, and that's and that's and that's like such a huge distinction, Mark. I mean, that's really like the most important thing, um, because most people don't even know what they want. And then the people that do know what they want, they are not doing the work they need to do to create that identity in their consciousness. And so that even if they start to get it, they freak out and they lose it. You guys hear stories all the time about people that win the lottery and then they're broke two years later. Why does that happen? It happens because subconsciously they were not ready to have that money. They didn't have that identity yet. So something happened to them that was totally out of step with how they see themselves and how they see their lives and your subconscious goes, Oh shit, I have to get rid of this. This is crazy. I don't deserve this money. Oh my God. And they lose it right away. And so that's why that process of visualization is so important because you create it up here. So it's familiar up here. It's just another day in the office. You know, it's like when we achieve something, like I said before, it's almost, I don't want to say it's a letdown, but it's almost like, eh, cool. You know, it's like, I mean like this morning we had our meeting where we looked at the numbers for April and it's like, were we, we were all happy. But we were just like, yeah, 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 this is what we do.
2: I like that you're saying that we're happy because you want, that's a big part of it. We are happy, but it's-
0: Yeah, we were, but my my point is, is like, it wasn't like this giant surprise. Oh my God, we did, you know, it was like, this is what we do. This is what we 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 are. are. This is who we we are, are. right. We've already become it up here. So when we see the fruits of it out here in our lives, it's like, of course, Well, The
2: other thing is we we haven't really talked about this, but. Yeah. It's like, we expect it. Like it's like, it's going to show up. It's going to be there. But when you think about it, guys, another thing that we do is we do celebrate it. Like we kind of chew on it a little bit. Like, Oh my gosh. Remember when we had this, like this obstacle and this happened and oh my gosh, we were so good by getting through it. Like we kind of acknowledge each other and like, Hey, mm-hmm. look at me, you know, Adrian did this in the face of, you know, this yeah. thing going on Facebook or Hey, you know, Mark, you did this. And you know, when yeah, the
1: guys, team stepped up,
2: yeah. that went like here, you know, so it's like, we also really relish in the excitement of like, how we move through obstacles and we acknowledge each other and we laugh about it and we play about it. And you don't have to have a team to do that, you know, it's like you really along the way. And so persistent is being able to push through it. You know, people always say mindset and it's, mindset's important. And you know, for me, it's like, that, yeah, but it's
0: such a weak, it's such a weak word, it's right? Weak it's word. like, what does that even mean?
2: It, right? You know what I mean? It's such a weak word, really. It's like the resiliency. It's the ability to like be flexible and move through in the face that anything's going on, like just be okay, you know, like Mm -hmm. just be okay. Because, and, and be in the moment of responding where problem solving, like that's the persistence. But you have to have persistence, and then you also have to the ability is every time something's going right, every time something's going a little bit in the direction that you wanna go, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Just to throw a party, but it's like you acknowledge it. It's like when you're, you know, kids trying to learn to tie their shoe, if they get like one loop right, you don't go, you idiot, you didn't get the other loop. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, you're almost there. You're getting it. Now you just have to add this one. You know, it's like you have to acknowledge all along the way what you're doing that's right. Mm -hmm. So much when I'm working with someone, they're being such jerks to themselves. It's like they're trying to push through, but they're being mean. It's like they say things to themselves that you wouldn't say to your enemy because it's just not just not nice.
1: Right. Jane, there's one other aspect that's woven here that drives us as well. That's a key component, too, is, you know, it, it overcomes fear. It overcomes inactivity. And that is when you know who you're here to serve.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we're hitting our numbers. If we have an area where we want to improve is what could we do more of?
0: Mm-hmm. But it's
1: like I ask people in the group, I say, you know, pretend you have two decks of cards mm-hmm. and each ace is worth five thousand dollars to you. But you have to serve all. Would you serve every card, whether it's five, a 5K, or do you just treat everyone with rude except for the 5K? And you only get paid on a 5K, but you treat them all. Like I say, serve them all and let God sort them out. And one of the things is that I asked the team, would you endure anything knowing that there were four people in there whose lives would be transformed if you held your power and you were there to serve them all? Would you listen to everybody? Would you call the ones who might be rude to you, who might hurt your feelings, Would you do that knowing there are four people who desperately need you? And when we can shift the focus off of what are they going to think of me and I'm going to endure whatever to serve them, that's another area that moves you into persistence because that's part of why we celebrate, but we're like, you know, who else could we serve? How could we add more value? And mm-hmm. most people don't do that. It's a me energy about I want mine versus, Hey, we've got a gift or we need to share it with other people. And I would wager money. There's people out there watching this who, if you guys shift your focus onto the clients,
0: they will feel it and you will start enrolling at a much higher level. Yeah. Mark, that's huge because especially in the coaching world, I'm yep. just writing this down under define it. Cause this really should be a part of the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the coaching world, you've got so many people that are so self-serving and so many people that just, you know, they just want to make a buck and they don't know what they're doing and they don't know how to help anybody. Every decision we make at COD, I mean, really every decision from what we teach to how we price programs to everything is really built around what's going to get the best outcomes for our clients, not just for us, but for our clients. And so you look at this process that we just mapped out and look, you know, obviously like this is a kind of a crude process. I mean, we're trying to distill this down for you guys. But like, if you look at this, it's all about helping our clients do this, mm-hmm. figure out what they want, figure out who they serve, condition their mind every single day, find out what the most effective action is and take it every single day. So it's like, boom, boom, boom. They're just kicking ass and taking names. And then when challenges come up, we can shepherd them through those challenges because I don't. it's been a long time. I can't even remember the last time someone in Clients on Demand or Millionaire Alliance had a challenge we hadn't seen before. Yeah, I mean, you can even I can't even remember when the last time that happened was. So it's like every piece of this, this is what we live and breathe in our own lives, but this is also what we're helping our clients do too. It's right. follow these steps again and again and again, because it's not like it's one, two, three, four. It's a cycle. It's yeah. every time you, you know, as soon as we achieve something, it's like, boom, let's set the next goal, define the next goal. And then, then that's another step forward in consciousness and another, then we have to step up our game in terms of the work we're doing. We do this understanding there's going to be new challenges and we're going to have to adapt to that and deal with it. And then once we deal with it and we get there, it's like, boom, now we're setting the next one. So this is a process. It's a cycle and it never ends. The faster you can do this, the faster you will evolve, not just as a business owner, but as a human being on this planet, whether you consider yourself like a transformational leader or if it's just like, hey man, I I run a business. Whatever it is, if you're doing this, you're setting these impossible goals, you're claiming it in consciousness, you stretch your brain, you stretch your identity, you're taking the most effective action every single day and then when challenges come up, you're accepting them and you're just persisting through it and getting resourceful and especially if you're doing it with people who are helping you, you are gonna evolve very, very quickly. All, uh, you know what I mean? All three of us are better, tougher, stronger people than we were a year ago. I mean, I think we can all say that and happier too, I think.
1: Yeah. I hope. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it's so rewarding. It's like, that's the sort of thing I ask the people in the group. Are you willing to serve these 10 people with everything you are? Because they need you. And guys, that's one of the, the secrets of success is so many people, it's that missing gap. Oh, I want the Ferrari. I want the whatever. And I remember what Zig Ziglar said, which is so great. You'll get exactly what you want when you help enough other people get what they want. And so, you know, with this type of program or whatever you're doing, are you willing to do, you know, pick up the phone knowing that 90% of the people might say no? Right. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to stay up late and work on your craft and distill it down and articulate it in a powerful way? Are you willing to learn something new about Facebook or something you didn't know? And are you willing to look in the mirror about what you might know because your clients need you on the other side? And when you combine those and you surround yourself, that was another area too, which was the peer group you hang with. Yeah. And when you're around a group where it's the norm, you're watching everybody do it, and everyone is stepping past their fear together. Fear is not the absence of uh, you know of you know being scared. It's see courage is not the, the absence of fear. It's seeing the fear and doing it anyway because you're more committed to the outcome. Yeah, mm-hmm. you
2: can't have courage right That's without right. fear,
1: right? And it's yeah. it's stepping in and on in a way when you have people have already done this a hundred a thousand times. You know that now you trust that person. And one of the other talks you said, be careful who you listen to. And there's some great coaches out there, but there is, let's just say, a hundred expertises you need to do a Facebook online business. So just because someone's a good, you know, teaches you how to do good business strategy doesn't necessarily mean they're going to help you on a Facebook program. Mm -hmm. So you have to also be careful on who you listen to, because like you said, sometimes when they don't know, they'll browbeat you as well. So that's a big part. But it's, you know, watching the results that we get and that energy of service is That's what pushes us past whatever. Mm -hmm. There isn't anything that we don't see that we're like, "Well, well, how do we fix it? You know, how do we add more value? How
0: do we get more people that we can serve at an even higher level? So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, we're having a fantastic time doing this stuff. But guys, this is it. I mean, this is just like, look, I mean, obviously, this is just a nuts and bolts view. But these are the ingredients of success. These are the ingredients of achievement. And so what you need to do is look at this and check in with yourself. Where are you falling short? Look, if you guys are watching this video and you guys are getting everything you want, you guys are living the exact life that you want, you've got all these achievements and everything's great and you're kicking ass, don't worry about it because whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. But if you're watching this video and you're you're going, you know, damn, I set really aggressive goals for this year and I'm not there yet. Mm. But There's all these things I want to achieve and I haven't achieved it yet. Look at this, like number one, are you setting goals that are big enough? Number two, are you doing the work every single day on your mindset, and if you don't know how, are you working with someone who can show you how and hold you accountable, make sure you're actually doing it? Number three, do you know what the most effective actions are and are you doing it every day? And again, they're gonna be scary, so this is where people freak out. This is where people fall apart. They don't wanna do their first webinar. They don't wanna be on a call with a potential client where someone could say no because that hurts and it's painful and we avoid those things or you you know are you is that where you're falling apart or have you started down the path of taking those effective actions but when challenges come up you let those challenges overcome you instead of you overcoming them hmm. if you guys are not achieving the things you want to achieve I guarantee you guarantee you it is because one of these four things or many of them are missing So the cure for that is to work with people who live and breathe this. If you resonate with the work we do at COD, if you resonate with what we're saying to you, book a call with us and we can talk about how we can help you start to live and breathe this stuff so you can create some amazing outcomes in your business really quickly. If it's not us, work with somebody because you've got to do these four things. And if you're not, that's the reason why you're not getting the things that you want. And the biggest cost in your business is the cost of what you don't do. It's the cost of what you don't achieve, you know, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to look back and you're either going to look back at this incredible body of work and a wonderful life and the people that you've, you've impacted and the money that you've made and the wonderful things you've done, or you're going to look back and say, shit, I wish I had done this, or wouldn't it have been great if I did that? And I don't want that to happen to anyone in this group. Everyone in this group is too talented and too strong and too wise for that to happen to you you've got to create something, a life that you will be proud of. And that's what we're trying to empower you guys to do. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. Yeah, we always talk about, I mean, look, we always talk about charging high prices and making money and building a you know, six-figure business or seven-figure business and all that other stuff. But really, guys, at the end of the day, that's just a measure of the impact that you're creating in the world. And that's the way that we see it. You know, When we set a goal to do a million dollars a month, we know that goal is only going to be achieved by impacting more people in a more powerful way. So really, that's what it's about. That's what we want to give you. And that's what we want you to look back on is this incredible, wonderful, amazing, fulfilling life where you are making the difference that only you can make, where you are making the impact that only you can make, where you're serving people that only you can serve. If we can help you get there faster, if we can get rid of some of those roadblocks, guide you through some of those landmines and unlock that life for you, that's what we're here to do. So if you want to talk about whether we're, we're fit to work together, then I want you to go to RustRofino.com forward slash call and book a call with us and our team. They are going to come to you and talk to you from an energy of service. They're going to talk to you from an energy of caring. They're going to come to you and very, very, very sincerely serve you. And if we can help you, we will tell you. If we can't help you, we will also tell you. We're not going to enroll you into something or whatever if, if, if we can't help. And on that call, we're going to get you clear on some of this stuff. What are those big dreams? What is standing in your way? How can we help you overcome it? And if we can't help you, who can? And so at the end of that 45-minute call, you are going to be much more clear on what that path looks like for you than you have been in a long time. Like We've gone over this, this um, you know, these four steps, and we've gone over them in a general way, but it's th- the question is, what does this look like for you? at the end of the day, what does this whole thing here, what does this look like for you? That's what it's all about. So guys, book a call, uh, like I said, if we can help, great, if not, no problem. Either way, we're gonna get you some clarity and we're gonna help you really get your head around some of these things that have been holding you back and what you can do about it starting today. Guys, any parting shots, anything you wanna say, anything you wanna add? I got one, I just say, guys, we've seen it a lot. A
1: lot of you guys are a lot closer than you even realize. and, and it it. It's amazing to us when we see, you know, the pieces, we can tweak here, tweak here, tweak here, put some of those together, and you just watch people soar. But I also think, Russ, too, that those of you that have that deep goal on your heart, I don't think that's an accident. I think those goals and those dreams that are on your heart are God-given. But you will never realize them until you're willing to cross the bridge of fear into that dream and burn any boats other than just I'm going to commit. And if you commit to that dream, you can have everything on that vision board and then some, even the ones you forgot that you didn't put up anymore because it hurts too much to look at that real dream. So if it's there, that's your connection, I believe, to God and what he has in store for you. And it's just the tip of the iceberg. You get over your fear and work with someone that can help you. You could be a lot closer to making those dreams a reality. That's the biggest, greatest gift that we get to see with the people we serve in COD. So that's my final shot.
0: JJ?
2: I think that was perfect. And I, I don't think, you know, I, I think we can leave it on Guru Mark's last part. <laughs>
0: leave it on Guru Mark's last <laughs> part. Thank you, Guru Mark. Thank you for the um, the, the, the Diksha that you have given us today. Yes. The mighty yes. blessing that you have given us today. The
2: blessing, the Diksha, yeah. Like, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Yeah, no, I think that's perfect. I think, you know, take, we we shared with you a great strategy that works for all of us. Um, you know, otherwise we wouldn't share it and just take a look at, you know, something in your own life and go, OK, here's a place where it really worked out like this is where I was successful. And look at how that fits in to those four parts, anything that you've achieved, how it really how you did well in those four parts. And then take a look at what's this new thing that you want to create and how do you go back and utilize this same strategy? How, who do you need to be? What, how do you condition that every single day? What is your aligned, you know, what is the, that that action, right? Just go through those pieces and uh, and see it work for you because it's, it's worked from the past, I guarantee it. But yep. now what's great is you can see a strategy that's duplicatable. So take those four pieces and, and go for it. And uh, we hope to see you on the other side. <laughs>
1: Outstanding. So yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap up, guys. But it's it's honestly an honor. And guys, remember too, if you're in the coaching space, consultant space, you guys know that the, the greatest gifts are when you get to serve other people. And to watch that happen and see the faces light up when you help them. And that's also, guys, where the industry, I believe, is shifting. The money in the future is going to go to those that serve the most people at the highest level. It's no longer going to be who can close and be beat up on people. So um, if you're here, you're in the right place at the right time. Let's rock this. Jump on a call. Our team will take care of you and give you clarity and value uh, and help you figure out how to get
0: to your next level. All right, guys, we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know what the hell happened there. I got kicked from my own meeting. How sad is that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> everybody have a fantastic couple of days. We'll be back in here later in the week. And uh, all right, Sounds guys, good. thank you so much. Bye, guys. Have a great day. Good everybody. Bye. Bye. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way.